Did you call bank? I call game. <laughs> Welcome back to Calling Bank. This week we talk all about the All-Star Weekend. It happened. It was very exciting, sort of. <laughs> and we speak about who's going to make the playoffs. And of course, Will, we've got to start off with our game of the week. These are all important things, Harry. Very important things. Now... <laughs> What a way to get back to the NBA, right? Bucks and Celtics, what a game, yep. which you'll speak about a bit later. We'll of course, it. we had Golden State Warriors versus Kings. Buddy Heald misses a game winner, which I will speak about a bit later. We had the Lakers beat the Rockets, which was just obscene. And then the day after, or two days after, rather, Lakers losing to the Pelicans without AD. And the Rockets beat Golden State. The Rockets beat Golden State. Without Harden. Yeah. And Chicago beat Boston. I'm sorry. I love the NBA. But holy guacamole, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Meanwhile, Utah and OKC go into like, what, triple overtime? Yeah, double overtime. Double overtime and Paul George wins it on the buzzer. Enos Kanter and Ben Simmons get in a fight. Enos Kanter plays amazingly for his debut in Portland. Yep. I love the NBA. A week without it, I cannot do. I don't want this all-star you know, stuff. It's a waste of my time. Give me the pure NBA any day of the week. I think there's something about coming out of all-star break that we get all this little magic happening. I just I don't know what's going on I wish we could have more games of the week because all the games that I've listed I would talk about in depth yep. but we don't have 20 years we don't so Will let's start off with your game of the week well look I'm going to talk about the Bucks and the Celtics because we know that these are probably two teams that we'll talk about quite a lot in the postseason mm-hmm. or potentially not a lot about in the postseason we don't know uh, it's, it's the East <laughs> it changes every week isn't Gordon Hayward an all-star uh, yeah um <laughs> So obviously this this was a game took place in Milwaukee, one of the first games back since the All Star break finished, and thank God, as you said, it finished because <laughs> I was kind of getting. Uh, it's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, Celtics were coming into the contest with Kyrie Irving coming back from injury. He uh, missed the previous their previous two games with a sprained right knee, but of course he was good to play in the All Star game. Course. So same as Anthony Davis. <laughs> take a pick. The only one who stayed true was Victor Oladipo, and let's He's, hope he comes back soon. Exactly right. Um, the Celtics were though missing Gordon Haywood, the former All Star Gordon yeah. Haywood himself. Um, he actually sprained his right ankle. Thankfully, not the surgically repaired ankle yeah, during the All Star break. He is coming back soon, or maybe he even played again just the other day. Yeah, he, so he's, he's coming. He's, he's on his way back. He's on his way back. Um, and Aaron Baines, the Aussie, was also missing, who is actually quite important for their team. Um, for the Bucks, they came to the contest full strength, and obviously now Nikola Mirotic played. He scored eight points in fourteen minutes. He's only going to get better. He spaced the floor well, but I think he he didn't play well. Yeah, but to be honest. No one played well. No, it was... for a lot of this game, um, both teams looked, and I'm and I'm being generous in the way I'm yeah. it, quite rusty. Let's, coming off the let's just say break. their defense was really good. The defense on both sides was excellent, <laughs> or rather, just poor shot selection. You take your pick. Exactly. There's not many games in today's NBA, and especially this season's NBA, where both teams score under 100 points. Yeah, both teams that are also near the top of the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee literally dropped 140 points on Minnesota just yesterday. Yep. But they couldn't get to 100 against Boston. No. Um, look, why? They both started to combine five of 18 from the field to go <laughs> along with six turnovers in the first five minutes. Kyrie Irving, the all-star himself, in the first half offensively finished with two points, went one of 10 in the first 18 minutes. The second half kind of started much like the first, ugly and rusty. Um, the two teams were combined three of 22 from the floor in the initial six minutes of the third quarter. So that's disgusting. Um, not exactly what you expect to see from the top team. It's not what you expect. I mean, even when I'm watching the Phoenix Suns, I'm like, they could do better than that. Chicago put up like, I don't know, 130 points today. 
It's possible. Yeah. These teams in the league, defense is not the priority. So you should be getting these open shots and, and sinking them. I, I don't know what these guys were doing during the All-Star break, but they obviously weren't playing much basketball. Definitely not. Um, things did get interesting in the fourth quarter, which thank God, because I really wanted to talk about this game. Both teams answering bucket for bucket in a, in a really tense last few minutes. Under a minute to go, Celtics down three. Al Horford, who was quite good um, during this game, would hit a three to tie the game up at 95 all. Next possession, shot clock winding down, Chris Middleton scores a three um, and gives the Bucks a 98-95 advantage. After a quick Irving layup, Celtics decide to try and defend the Bucks' last possession despite being down one with about 27 seconds left. What happens next? Bucks are going wind down the clock. Marcus Smart forced a jump ball with Antonio Kumpo, which is not a, never going to be a fair contest, with 0.2 seconds left on the shot clock. Antonio Kumpo actually tipped the jump to Brook Lopez, who then, like, lobbed it or deflected it to the basket um, but missed as the shot clock expired Um, the referees then huddled and discussed it and ended up this one was very weird the reason I bring this up Harry is that I found this this all very strange This, this whole conversation that they had about what amount of time it took for him to be able to possess the ball and shoot and he couldn't really possess the ball so they decided to give the Celtics three and a half seconds to get a winning shot yeah well, was there only 0.2 seconds left? On left it? on the shot clock, but he couldn't shoot the ball. But how many, how many seconds left on the actual clock? Like, I think it was under three. Okay, I mean, like... It was, it was a weird one. Look, I think... Uh, who cares? At the end of the day, it, it didn't make a difference because the last play was the most important. And Kyrie Irving misses his layup and... Very well him. defended by Eric Bledslow. That defense, yeah. and like obviously Giannis dropping down to help, help out as well, which meant he had to do a left-hand layup... Yeah, and he almost got it in. It was close, but it is also his uncomfortable side. So he, would, if he had got that in, it would have been the shot of a century. Better than his shot over Clay to win, that's, you know, that's you know true. the 2016 Grand Final, as it were. But yeah, yeah, no, it was a yeah, yeah. pretty average game. Yes, um, Bucks have now won the season series two one, the first of the Celtics since 2014, um, and now they've won 15 of the last 17 games. I mean, they're the top of the Eastern Conference. They're, I mean, I think they're now well. tied with Toronto. But, yeah, wow. Also, we didn't even say Toronto had the homecoming of DeMar Rosen, who then got stripped on the final play of the game yeah, by Kwai, who supposedly did a backcourt violation. I, the whole thing. This, these past couple of days of NBA action is just, oh, wow. I look, I'm very happy talking about this game um, because, for me, what I wanted to see from it and what I did see from it, Harry, is that we're looking at two teams that are likely, that's potentially and hopefully, to play each other in the playoffs. and We can dream of this. We can. And, and I think some of the matchups are really key because, obviously, on the Bucks side of things, Giannis, he was phenomenal in this game. 30 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. A steal, two blocks. Mm. Chris Middleton... There's no one that can match him on the Celtics team, though. No, and, and that's the thing. That's the biggest issue. Um, but what they did, and, and this is where I think the Celtics might go after Milwaukee, they made Brook Lopez defend on almost every possession. So what they did is they do pick and roll with Al Horford, mm-hmm. um, and they just go at Lopez when the Bucs decide to switch, because the Bucs kind of have a switch-everything type defense. Al Horford guards Giannis. Al Horford is the Celtics' best defender. He is. He guards Giannis. Well, I mean, Giannis still got 30 points. But yeah. generally, Giannis is covered by Al. Marcus Smart covers Chris Middleton. And then kind of the rest of the matchups, Boston can really deal with. Yeah. So for me, this was a really good way of saying, how will they go? Again, no Haywood, no Baines. Their backup centers gave them nothing. Yeah. You know what? Celtics could 
do reasonably well. They, they could do well, but I think we also have to remember that Kyrie's also being defended by Eric Bledsloe, and the, the offense is run through Kyrie. Yeah. So I feel like they, they match up really well. It'd be a really good series, but I would prefer to see Milwaukee play the 76ers. Interesting. I think they're a better, better matchup even. Yeah. And let Celtics and Toronto kind of fight their way to the top. Yeah, and I don't even know how that would work. You but... know, the, the weird thing is, I still, even after this game, Celtics for me are still, in my view, are favourites to win the East. Yeah, I just, I mean, look, Portland beat 76ers the other day and they looked like absolute trash without Embiid. Yes. Um, but Toronto are really underrated. Milwaukee are good. The thing that will kill Milwaukee in the playoffs, they don't have any experience in the playoffs. No. Like, at all. Well, they got knocked out in the first round the last two years. Exactly. I mean, they, they're a better team than their playoff record shows. They're very similar to Portland in that way. Yes. Well, hopefully both make the second round this year. Hopefully not. Definitely not on my books. But the game I wanted to speak about, and look, I... Kind of regretting it now, but it is. I, I'm not. I'm happy with this choice. I Kings versus Warriors. Choice. The Sacramento Kings, and we're going to speak about them a hell of a lot on this episode. Yep. Because they're going to be eighth place for the playoffs. Bye, Lakers. Sorry, I saw you play today. You filth. I hate my team <laughs> so much. I cried. It's fine. I still think they make it. Kings should have won this game. They deserve to win this game. If Buddy Hield wasn't an idiot, and like instead of taking an open three, went for a, a harder jump shot two. Weird. It was a weird air ball that should never have happened. They win the game. The final score was 123 to 125. Golden State win. Why was it so close? Besides the fact that Kevin Durant had literally seven blocks in the game, five of them against Marvin Bagley, who of course... Just decided that he could play again. He's, um, he's, he's a good pick. He had 28 points, six offensive rebounds. Mm. The reason they were in this game was offensive rebounds, mm. which is in, insane when you think of Draymond Green and Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Oh, and you know, KD. Yeah. Clay's also a good defender. Yeah. I don't understand how this happened. Like, their threes weren't great. Barnes, Harrison Barnes barely even played. Hield and Fox were great. Boogie had a double-double. Steph was 10 of 16 from three-point land with 36 points. The difference? The bench. It's always the bench. Yep. Golden State have a great starting five. Yep. There's no doubt. But at some point, they need a rest. And even with two on the two all-stars on the floor, their bench was outscored 14 to 49. So who came off the bench? Jarepko? Jarepko. Iguodala? Livingston? Yep. I think maybe one more. But maybe Quinn Cook played a minute or two. But really... So these guys didn't play. Yeah, I just... Look, Corey Brewer is playing for the Kings. That's the standard of the Kings. He's on another 10-day contract. I hate Corey Brewer. Whatever. If, he, <laughs> if he's ever on the show or ever listens, I'm sorry. I don't like you. But they're a team because everyone knows their role. And it's something we've spoken about so much. If you know your role, you don't need superstars. And it's yep. why the Clippers were so good with Tobias Harris as their superstar. Mm-hmm. They're hungry for it. They were literally dripping with hunger for how much they wanted to win this game against Golden State. Um, their offensive rebounds obviously helped, but as Steve Kerr said, he summarized it perfectly. They're just hard to figure out defensively. No one knows what they're going to do because they don't know what they're going to do. Like, they, just run. they just run. They do run, and they're fast, and that's yes. the thing that I think that's underestimated with this team. You take any of their players, and they're just they're steamy out the gates. Like, it's obscene. Look, we know Golden State can lose. 
We've seen it. They lost to Houston without Harden. They lost to Portland by a decent amount, and Steve Kerr got ejected by breaking a clipboard fine. That was great. But the fact that the Kings nearly win was not a testament to Golden State, but a testament to the the Sacramento Kings. And it makes me think that they they could push someone out of the playoffs. I don't know how. I don't know how it's happening, but it will happen. That Sacramento are good. It's it's a weird world we live in. It is a very weird world when Sacramento, which has no all stars, and literally has no all-stars not even a, a mid-range all-star I mean Darren Fox might be an improved player of the year but mm. wow kudos to them yes let's, I let's, mean I mean let's let's not also ignore the fact that Golden State it's regular season yeah and I, I think first. that's the thing as well Golden State aren't going to try they're going to lock in that home court advantage they'll do just enough to get there they'll rest pretty much all of April once they've locked in home court and then they will sweep the playoffs it's sad, Harry. Boogie was like, what, 0 of 6 in the first half against Houston Day? That's not going to happen in the playoffs. Not that he's been to the playoffs, but <laughs> we'll see. He'll be there after He'll be there so now. for it. Okay, now, although we hate the All-Star Weekend, and I'm just going to get the rant out of the way, it's a, it's a waste of time. It should never happen. It should just be the skills. We shouldn't have an All-Star game. It's a waste of everyone's time. Let's speak about the activities. Let's let's get let's get into that, Harry. So I'm going to start off talking about Team World versus Team USA because this was obviously the game that everyone watched rather than the All Star game themselves. You know what? It was actually better than the All Star game because Donovan Mitchell threw it over the backboard. Kuzma got MVP. What more do you want from a game? Really? <laughs> that Donovan Tell Mitchell. Me. That Donovan Mitchell one was great. It Shaq wasn't a fool. Shaq a fool. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, Shaq. Um, well, similar to the actual All-Star game, there was little defense in this game. Uh, Team USA ended up winning 161 to 144 against Team World. Look, why it was exciting for me, the first five picks in the 2018 NBA draft all participated in the same game, um, and you had the best and brightest young stars in the entire league playing. It's funny, though, that probably the loudest cheers from the Charlotte crowd weren't for the, probably the players or the plays, but the two assistant coaches, weirdly, <laughs> which, again, I don't really know why they chose the, who they did, but Dirk, okay, I get it, they're trying to make a testimonial, but then Kyrie Irving... Are they trying to, like, spruik up? What about Vince? Everyone forgets Vince. He's done after this season. Please <laughs> love him. Why doesn't he get a farewell tour? Oh, that's right. He never won a championship. That's exactly right, Harry. Oh, I love you, Vince. Vince Sanity. Um, Team USA, why did they win? And, and I predict, not, that, I, I not thought, that hard. Look at their starting lineup. Tatum, Kuzma, Mitchell, Fox, Collins. I love Jason Collins jo- and John Collins. John but Collins. <laughs> who's Jason Collins? I don't know. I think I just made him up. I think he, made him up. The, he plays for the Atlanta Squawks. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, better than the Atlanta Hawks. Surprising. Surprising. Um, Carl Kuzma was the MVP for this game. Tallied a game high, thirty-five points. Shot fifty-six percent from the field, but it's hard. It's easy to shoot well from the field when no one defends you. Exactly. Um, and Trey Young was impressive. Twenty-five points, ten assists, seven rebounds. Tatum got his 30 points. Mitchell got 20 points. De'Aaron Fox got 16 assists. I love I love De'Aaron Fox. He's a team player. Team World, they're starting can, five. Can I just say something quickly? Quick sidebar. Um, I was just thinking, if Phoenix gets the first pick in the 2018, uh, 2019, 2019 draft, draft, sure, they won't pick Zion Williamson. It's the Suns. Anything can happen. Jeez. Okay. Anyway, that's just... We'll get there at some point. It was just a thought that popped into my head. Anyway. Uh, we, we run with your thoughts. That's yeah. Fine. Uh, Team World starting lineup. Doncic, Bogdanovich, Markinen, Aiton, and Simmons. Our boy, Ben Simmons. First ever Australian to play in an all-star game. And this one as well for and some this reason. this one too. Uh, 28.6 assists. No, I'm sure Exxon played in this game at some point. Uh, he was not there. Well... We don't sure. know that for sure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not really too much to talk about there. You'll be happy because Kyle Kuzma got MVP. I, yeah, that was it. Yep. That was it for me. Yep. Skills challenge. Now, this is the part where I'm going to start ranting because all of these 
challenges and contests really upset me. They're so dumb and the best person doesn't win. Doesn't win and that's why it makes me angry. Our picks were all wrong. I know. Skills challenge, Jason Tatum. What upset me though, the, the skills challenge, it's not about the skill, it's about how good you can shoot a three. That's true. And if you can shoot it from half court and bank it in like Jason Tatum, you're you sweet. I, I mean, that was cool. That, that play, was cool. that play was cool, but the whole skill set challenge, every single person only lost at the three point. If you yes. sunk the first three pointer, you were three. You were three. It was that simple. Doesn't it, matter. Doesn't matter how well you did the pass. Anything. Doesn't matter how you did the dribble. Like most people were just there, and Trey Young got to the final because he can shoot threes better than most other people. Yes. And Tatum's the same. I'm like, this is dumb. It is dumb, but it gets even more dumb. The three point challenge. Joe Harris. No. I understand he has the third best three point percentage in the league. That's cool. He shouldn't beat Steph Curry, who literally shoots from the logo in regular season games. The, the format of this makes it dumb. It was a fizzer for me because the talk before the game was like, ooh, Steph v. Seth. This will be really good. <laughs> Seth didn't even make it to the final three. He didn't even make it to the final five. He was awful. Yeah. Um, Steph at least won the first round, got 27 points. Um, but then in the second one, I thought he, I thought he was going to win. He so literally nice. he hit was his first so well. nine shots. Then just bombed out. Finished with twenty, the score of twenty four. Harris drained nine straight shots, including his entire money ball rack. Finished the final round with twenty six points. Ended up winning. Buddy Hield got there, which was cool. Yeah, it's um, nice. It's Cute. nice. Uh, but then kind of fizzed out in the second round as well. The whole thing is just a waste of time. Like it's not a skills challenge because you're not doing your skills. It's like yeah, you can shoot a three. How lucky are you with it going in? Because you see Steph in practice and he's downing like fifty threes in a row. So how he doesn't win this game, tell me. I don't know. I don't know. Anywho, Joe Harris, congratulations. Well done. You're the first, he's the first net to ever win it. Cool. <laughs> Let me write that down in my dear journal. Yep. Joe Harris won the three-point contest today. Great. <laughs> dunk contest. This was probably the worst out of all of them. No, you know when we talk no. Okay, there was I, two good dunks. The rest was filth. Yeah, okay, sure. Hamidel Diallo, congratulations for winning. You beat Dennis Smith Jr. in the final round. The final round was such a letdown. Oh, my God. Because Diallo, sucked. Diallo was kind of like, he just stuffed up a dunk. I just need to make my dunks and I win. And that's exactly what he did. The only thing to take away from the dunk contest was the Shaq dunk. That, that which was the was only cool one. incredible because it was a mixture of Vince and Shaq and Superman. And he didn't even practice that like, before. And I like him hanging with one arm. And that was the Vince. Superman. That was the Vince. Yeah, that's awesome. That was great. That was one of the best dunks I've ever seen in my entire life. The rest of the competition was a waste of time. I'm sorry. It sucks. Move on. John All Collins. star. What was that thing with the plane? And then he dressed up. And oh, then he, then he broke the plane. He broke the plane. I was like, this is all awful. He was essentially Amelia Earhart. You know? Surely the All Star game itself, Harry, was going to be better than oh, what we just watched. Well. When the halftime score is 95 to 82, you know it's going to be a solid game of defense. It was, it was cool that there was a 20-point swing in the second half. You know, LeBron, Team LeBron won, who, of course, I backed. And I backed They scored well. 50 points and 46 points. You didn't back him. We backed individual Together. teams. We, no, we backed you backed the other team. You backed Giannis because you had to. You didn't have a choice. Obviously, I got LeBron. Get out of here. Anyway, yeah. Mike Malone didn't even drop any plays for the game. Like, there were some cool plays. Like, Steph bounced past to Giannis. Giannis just, like, playing everywhere. Wade to Bron and Bron to Wade. It was very nice. You know, Dame from the logo. Curry got an one against Clay, which was hilarious. It was a lot of fun. But it was just a waste of time. And, and, like, you look at the stats, like... (laughs) 
Kevin Durant was 10 and 15, 31 points. They took 167 three-pointers like in the game. They made 62. Steph took 17. Dirk was perfect. Russ threw up bricks. Nothing was unexpected in this game. Giannis led all players with 38. Him love, and Chris Middleton were great. I love how Russell doesn't change his style. He doesn't. He's literally... He's one from eight from three. He took 20 shots in 19 minutes. <laughs> Go to the bench, Russell Westbrook. You can't shoot this season. I just... I hate the All-Star <laughs> game with a passion because it means there's a week of, you know, Chicago not beating the Celtics or, you know, Houston beating... Golden State. I love how we've just ranted. I think we've ranted I don't the last care. 10, 15 minutes. I don't ago. care. I want to get rid of the All-Star game. Just put, like, nice players. You know, have a game with, like, Vince and Dirk, and then they have, a, like, you know, the old age home, and it's lovely. Yeah. Anyway, I hated every minute of it. The highlights were fine. What happened to the last year? Last year's I actually enjoyed because they played defense. Yeah, but they and then And they got no to get injured. I mean, Anthony Davis played five minutes. That was tough. Anyway, thankfully we don't, have, we don't even have to speak about this for another year. Can we please speak about something that's interesting, such as who the hell's going to make the playoffs? Because honestly, the West, I have no idea. I hope you have some clarity in the East. Um, no, not really. Uh, look, the race in the East is heating up as we enter the last quarter of the regular season. But it's also a race of who cares. All of these teams are going to lose. Yes. Let's be honest. The first round is a wash other than the fourth v. fifth place because mm. that's most likely, I still think, will probably be a Pacers versus... Pacers are someone. fourth. I, they're third right now. They're third. But, but I think they'll... I still think at some stage they will end up in they're the fourth... They're ahead of Philly? They're ahead of Philly and Celtics. Oh, my God. I yeah, know they're ahead of Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say, though, unlike the East, I think the West... When you look at the teams, they oh, could potentially upset people yeah. one, yeah, two, yeah, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. By or even four. Yeah. Considering Paul are currently fourth. Um, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah. But look, as I Tell said, me. Let's, who cares they're going to get potentially swept? Who's going to make it? So my assumption is yeah. the Nets make it in sixth spot. I, I agree with that. I think that's not something we have to debate. No. They're six and a half games behind fifth place. They're not going to get top five. They're the only East team that we're going to talk about that actually have a winning record. And they're in the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> this is what annoys me. I hate the East. Can't you just be good besides five teams? And Indiana, I'm sorry, doesn't even deserve to be that. Without Aladipo, how are you functioning as a team? Because they keep having easy... They, look at the games I know, they're, they're playing. They're scheduled, they're playing. Their schedule has been very Not kind. as easy as Utah, but it's pretty damn easy. It's been easy. So who gets the final two spots? Okay, this is the way I brought it down. you got four teams. Yeah. Pistons, Hornets, Magic, and Heat. Oh, the creme de la creme. The best of the best. The Wizards have fallen away. They're done. Yeah. They're three games behind the Heat in 10th place. Um, they're done. And as much as Bradley Deal does, like Beal does, getting 46 points, they're not making they're, there's Sorry. No else, there's no one else there. I love you, Wizards, but bye. Okay. Of the teams with the hardest record remaining, Charlotte is ranked second in the NBA with hardest remaining schedule. Yeah, sorry, Kevin. Um, they have to play the Warriors. free agency. <laughs> they have to play Warriors twice, Toronto twice, Bucks twice. Sorry, Bucks, and then 76ers. Still. Yeah. I'm sorry. Charlotte, don't win those games. Also, like, if Kemba gets injured, games. forget about it. Oh, exactly. But let's assume Kemba's here the whole yeah, time. Yeah, okay. On the other end of the scale, Orlando has the sixth easiest schedule in the NBA left, having two contests against the Knicks, the Cavs, and the Hawks. Can I just say, left. though, it worries me if the Magic makes it. Because, like, when you think of Magic in the playoffs, do you think 2008? 2012 with Dwight? Was he still no, he was, he was in like uh, uh, They might have made the playoffs, but I'm saying like they, when they actually made a run in the playoffs. When like, Dwight was all star. Like when they were against the Lakers yes. in the finals. Yes. Yeah. I think it was 2009. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, anywho, there are only two games separating 7th to 10th with these four teams. So, I think there's going to be a lot of change week on week. 
you know, I want month. of those teams. I only want the Heat to make it because I would like Dwayne Wade to be in the playoffs before he retires. I don't care about the rest of them. It'd be nice to see Thon in the playoffs, but who cares? You know what's funny? I, I tried to break this even down by stats. I'm like, okay, well, remaining schedule. Let's talk about offensive efficiency. Oh, they're all the same. Efficiency. They're all the same. Charlotte is the best offensive team. Yeah, but they're 14th, so they're like league average. But their defense is 21st in the league. Orlando. Detroit and Miami are all terrible offensively, but then they rank 8th, 9th, and 10th defensively. Yes. So I'm like, what do I do? Okay, so this is the way I brought this down. Yeah, and, okay, and tell hopefully me. Hopefully I'm correct on this. Strength of schedule, Charlotte misses out. Yeah. They, they can't And that's fine. That's so fine. then we've got one more spot. No, no, so I'm saying Charlotte's out, so we've got three teams for two spots. Yeah, okay, sorry. Cool. I think Magic get one of them. And based on that, they've got a top 10 defense. They've got the sixth easiest schedule. And I think their starting five is quite solid. And obviously, all-star Nikola Vucevic has gone nuts. Um, look, I think basically they went on... The reason they're even in this position, we're even talking about Magic, they went on a five-game winning streak in the lead-up to the all-star game. And then they came back and lost to Chicago. Yeah. But it looks like everyone's losing to Chicago. So maybe that <laughs> yeah. wasn't that bad. Well, I mean, when Zach Levine drops 42 and Laurie Markkinen drops 37... Not a bad day in the Not office. Not a bad day. Um, their starting five's decent. Vucevic, Terrence Ross, Isaac, Fournier, Gordon, all yeah. averaging more than 15 points per game. They could... I think they make it. Okay, so then we have one spot left, and you're between Miami and Detroit. And Detroit. Miami. Obviously, Miami. I think Miami make it. Yeah. I know they've got a worse record at the moment, but they've had a lot of injuries this year. That's true. And Dragic, Dragic is coming back, Dragic isn't he? coming back. He's yeah. averaging 14.5 points, 4.5 assists a game. He's an all-star. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Wayne can also win them games. We've seen it happen before. They have depth, coaching, the best coach out of the two teams, yeah. and the experience to get that final eighth spot. Dwayne Casey was coach of the, coach of the year last year. So let's, lest we forget. Championship winning coach. <laughs> That's true. Um, look, I think going with a Winslow... Whiteside, Richardson, Dragic, and Waiters, that's quite a decent starting five. They have depth with Deep Wade, Olinick. Yeah. Um, also, I hate to say it, like, Pistons are relying on... They've Griffin, got two players. Griffin, and even Drummond, I don't rate And Drummond is having a terrible... Can we just speak about this for one second? What has happened to Andre Drummond? Yeah, I don't think he Did ever he, had it. I mean, Blake Griffin, I love seeing him being good. He's good. I'm glad that he's healthy. That's amazing. But Drummond used to be a 2020 player. I don't know what's up. I just he can't. He still can't shoot. Yeah, Kevin Love's back in the league, which was exciting. They just won the other game here, thirty-two and sixteen. That's good. Nice to see him back and healthy. But Drummond, you need, you need I don't, it for your fantasy. I definitely um, do. Yeah. So for me, to summarize, Magic and Heat. Okay. Look, the the West was harder because the West is harder. Yes. Full stop. They've yes. all got winning records. All of them. I mean, except except the teams that aren't in the in the in playoffs yet. Yeah, but that's yet. Yeah. So technically, everyone bar the Suns could actually make the playoffs and also drop out of it, even Golden State. Uh, but let's be real; we don't have ten hours on this podcast and focus on the three teams that are eighth, ninth, and tenth because I think they're the biggest ones to speak about. Interesting, you didn't speak about the Spurs. You're assuming Spurs make it, even though they have the same record as the Clippers. I will get to that. Okay, I will okay. get there. Okay, Timberwolves. I'm just knocking out. Cat's great, but like they just don't have enough to also get past the Lakers and the Kings and the Clippers and Spurs and Utah. Pelicans, that's all I have to say about the Pelicans. Forget about it. They're resting AD. But they beat the Lakers the other day, Harry. Who cares? Uh, Dallas, wait till next year. Let's keep a look at Doncic. It's healthy. That's the main thing. No one cares about any of that. Now, OKC could drop out. They have the hardest schedule, but Paul George is MVP. Yeah. 
I mean, granted they lost today, I get that, but they also came off a 15-minute you know, game the night before. Yep. That's fair. They have the hardest schedule, but I think they'll be fine. So really, you're looking at Utah Spurs, who is currently in it, yep. that may drop out. Utah have the easiest schedule. They make it. They, as long as Donovan Mitchell doesn't get injured and they lose their, all their offense, they're, they're a lock. I feel like they'll be top four. They won't be top four. They'll be fifth at best. I think they'll be... Just because the schedule... Yeah, maybe. But you kn- who knows? Who knows? I mean, they and lost to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spurs, now look. The reason I think Spurs are going to make the playoff, and it's very simple, the past 20 years definitely helped with that. Be- this, is, this is a recency bias, Harry. <laughs> I don't care. Greg Popovich... Two All-Stars, LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. Sorry. He wasn't a Western Conference I don't All-Star. care. He's an All-Star. And also, they've got a deep team. Patty, their bench today, uh, the other day against Toronto, nearly won them the game. Mm. When Bellinelli plays well, Patty Mills plays well, you've got a deep team. And I'm sorry, their schedule is an even schedule. It's as hard as the Clippers and the Kings and the Lakers. I mean, probably easier than the Lakers, but I think they're, they're going to be seventh or eighth plates. They'll probably be apes and play against Golden State and get knocked out first round, and that's fine. That's fine. But I still think they make the playoffs, which really means you have three teams vying for one position. As Steve Ballmer said the other day, Clippers are trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, baby. I don't know what he sounds Did like. Did he say yeah, baby? I think that's what he says. Oh, I don't really know. I didn't know you had a catchphrase. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he does now. So when they traded away all their players, uh-huh. their starting five, I thought, okay, fine. They're going for a tank. They keep him as Montrez, who I love, 30 points in the last and game. And Sweet Lou. And Sweet Lou, but they're getting rid of everyone else and they're going to tank mode. <laughs> but then they said they're not. And then they won against Memphis. Yeah, but these teams Memphis. A can't say that. I know they can't and say it, but B, they're still winning games. What, what is it? You, are you telling Doc, please stop coaching. Montrez, stop getting yes. rebounds and scoring. Because please. what are you doing in the playoffs? Yeah, I don't know. There's no point for you. It makes more sense for the Kings and the Lakers. I don't think the Clippers will make the playoffs. I think they will drop off because it would be stupid not to. They can't say they're tanking, but if they don't tank, they're fools. They'll also lose their first round. Exactly. It's a waste waste of everything. And that could be a top 10 pick. Ah, well, knowing their record, it's probably still 14th or 13th. But still, they actually get to keep a first round pick. Which is important. Which is important for a team that is rebuilt. It is very important. So let's say the race is hypothetically between the Lakers and the Kings for that spot. As LeBron said, we've activated playoff modes and then they beat Houston. And I was like, yes, they've, acti- play- they've activated it. We've, we've got that special Looney Tunes juice. Space Jam 2 is coming out in 2021. That's a plug. Let's get excited. And then they lost their, an AD-less Pelicans. By- because they couldn't play defense. This team cannot play transition defense. Don't even get me started. But they can't play defense in general. They're terrible. And look, Lakers have a slightly harder schedule. They're playing 15 teams over 500. Kings over only have 13. Kings have more road games. Lakers have technically the toughest, for the fourth toughest remaining schedule in terms of like opponent winning percentage. Yep. But you look at the teams. I cannot see a world where a LeBron James-led Lakers is not better than the Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fox led. Led by De'Aaron Fox. Look, Kings have Harrison Barnes, and he played in the finals once. They have no other finals experience. Lakers have Rondo. They have LeBron. That's about it. Or Tyson Chandler, I guess, in Chandler. 2012. Chandler. But really... Oh, what, what are we talking about? As well, um... Case. JaVale. Oh, JaVale McGee. Yeah, how can I forget JaVale McGee? Championship winning JaVale McGee. And he did get his ring just a couple of weeks ago. But I think if the Lakers gel and they play as they did against Houston... 
they should make the playoffs without a hitch. Mm. But if the Kings continue playing how they've currently been playing, being OKC, nearly being Golden State, they should make it. I honestly don't know, and maybe you have an opinion on this, but I have no idea which one of them will make it. Obviously, I want the Lakers. I just don't... I think Clippers drop out. I still think... It, yeah. It's, it's a bit but like... Then, my, do you think Kings view. or Lakers? I've said Lakers. Yeah. I've been very consistent with it because I just... I cannot imagine a world where LeBron James does not... It's not in the playoffs. I don't I know. care if they get swept by Golden State because we've, I've seen that story. I don't think it will happen. If I think if they make the playoffs, you've got playoff Rondo and you've got LeBron James. That's at least a six-game series against Golden State Warriors. The issue is they've got to stop dropping these dumb games. You dropped games mm-hmm. against the Hawks. Like most recently... Yeah, Hawks. Hawks. Who was us on that Eastern Conference road All trip? All of it was just disgusting. Like, you beat the Celtics, then you lose by a lot. But, that, I mean, that's the same thing with just the other day. You when beat the Rockets. And then you lose, lose to, to Pelicans. You've got to be consistent. And if they keep going... Wait, did you say fire Luke Walton? Is that what you said? You've got to be consistent. But oh, sorry. Luke Walton, yeah, no, I just... Of... I thought you just said hire Tyron Lue and, and fire Luke. I just wasn't... I just wanted to clarify if okay. that's... Maybe that's what they need. I, I mean, they need, they need a change because... Whatever's happening, it's not working. LeBron was playing like 40 minutes. Kuzma is playing 40 minutes, and they're good players. I get it. Lonzo Ball will help when he comes back eventually. But Don't even get me started, Lonzo Ball. By goodness gracious, mate. Now, before we finish, I wanted to just do a fun little segment. This All-Star was the first time we had retiring players play, and they both got a spot. We had Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, who we both know are retiring at the end of the season. Even though Dirk has said, I may go around another year. Exactly. Which actually annoys me. It does. And you know why it annoys me? Why, Harry? Vince Carter. This could be his last season. He's a veteran in this league that has gone deep in the playoffs, of course, with that Orlando team in, in 2008 or nine or whatever it was. was he, in that team? he was in that team with uh, Turkaloo, I'm pretty sure. There you go. I think. Have to fact check that one. <laughs> Either way, I don't understand why Vince, who's been a cornerstone of the league, did not get the same reception, and it angers me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not doing anything in Atlanta. He's hitting a couple of threes, but he's... He's on a retirement tour. I know. He went to the Kings. Now look how good they're going. He's going to go to Hawks. They're only going to get better from here. I know. Just like give him give credit where credit is due. But you know what? We love Vince. People people at least making reference to him in the slam dunk contest. Yeah. And maybe that's the the reference on all he needs is just everyone's copying what he did twenty years ago. That's true. I get that. Also, what's happened to Mello? No one's picked him up out of the. Don't worry, the Lakers are going to desperate, Oh, Jesus. Unfortunately, that does bring us to the end of Calling Bank for this this fortnight. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Make sure to check us out on all the platforms. Uh, Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you. Did you call Bank?